You see, Christmas seems to be God's signal to the world that something is lost that is dear to him. Something that's dear to him that he wants to retrieve and call back home. And that's you. It says, at the right time, God sent forth his son, born of a woman, to reclaim back, to redeem back, to pull back to himself that which is dear to him. You see, God is a seeking, searching, finding God, and he wants to find you. This was reflected in the life of Jesus when he grew from a baby to a man and the company he hung out with. It was a time in which people said to him, why are you hanging out with those undesirables, those notorious ones? And Jesus quipped back. He said, I haven't come for the healthy ones. I've come for the sick ones. You see, healthy ones don't need a doctor, but the sick ones do. He said, I haven't come to call the righteous ones, the ones who think they've got it all together. I've come to call the ones who realize they don't, the broken ones, the lost ones, the hard to come by ones, the... The ones who have bent the rules and broken them, but yet I love them all the same. If you're the only person in the world, God still would have come to search for you. Christmas only reminds me and signals that God has lost something that he wants to bring back to himself that's dear to him. But Christmas also signals to the world that God has lost something that he dearly loves. It says, for God so loved the world that he gave. He gave his one and only son that whoever places their confidence in him, that makes him the center of their lives, that, that he will welcome, that he will wash clean, that he will draw back to himself because he loves. You see, God is a seeking, searching God and he is a God that gives and loves. And he loves you. That's why he sent his son. His son who lived and who died and rose again to defeat the powers of death that mar and rob us of life and to defeat the powers of sin and selfishness that distort our thinking and mar our relationships and cause us to find life in all the other places but from God himself. You see, if you're the only person in this world, God would send his son and his son would die and rise for you so that he could retrieve you back to himself. Christmas is God's signal to the world. That something is lost that's dear to him. And he desperately and deeply loves that which is lost. He loves you. He loves you with an intensity that is profound. Thirdly, God signals that if you like Christmas signals to our world. That life is to be found in Jesus. There was a man who had followed Jesus all his life that had touched him and felt him and seen him, seen what he did, seen who he was, seen him rise to new life. His name was John. Near the end of his life, he wrote this about Jesus. In him was life and this life was the light of all humankind. So if you want to see what a fully human person is like, look at Jesus. If you want to see a totally loving, self-giving person, look at Jesus. And when you look at him, you will not only be seeing a fully human man, but God that has been in flesh that has come for you. He was there at the beginning, John writes of Jesus. He put it all into place. He was there at the beginning of the creation and life is to be found in him. If you want to know what a fully human life is like, look at him. If you want to know the good life, the God life, the life-giving life, the life that stretches both here and to the, the age to come, it's found in Jesus. 
God loves you. If the only person in this world, Jesus would have died for you. If the only person in this world, God would have come and sent his son for you. Because there's a seeking, searching, sending God who gives and loves that which is lost to him. Many years ago, my father was fishing up in the Buckland Valley. For those who know, it's up in northeast Victoria, a beautiful spot in our country. And as a young man, he was into fly fishing and he would spend his time fishing on the streams up in the Buckland Valley. And it got late one night and it was too dark and he'd left the river too late. And the story goes that he, he got off the stream only to be met by a wall of blackberries in this small sapling pine forest. He was lost. Surrounded by darkness and blackberries, nothing else to do. But his father, my grandfather, sensed that something was wrong. (laughs) So he got in his car and he drove to the place where he suspected my dad was. And there he parked his car a few miles from the river shore and he turned on his lights and started to flicker them and to honk his horn as loud as he could. You see, he wanted to signal to him that someone was searching for him, someone that was lost. My dad, all the way back in that Buckland stream, he could hear And so we had to make a decision in that moment. What do I do? Do I stay here, camp out overnight, or do I drop all of my equipment and climb up the closest sapling next to me? So he did the ladder. (laughs) He dropped his equipment and he began to climb up that sapling. And as he climbed up, he saw the light, the lights flashing from his dad who was calling him home. (laughs) Well, those saplings were just the ripe old age. They were young enough. So that if you climbed up the top and if you just leant in a little, (laughs) they would lean in and bend to the sapling right beside them. (laughs) And that's what he did. He heard the sound, the signal, he saw the light, and he leaned in. He grabbed hold of the next one (laughs) and leaned in. And he grabbed hold of the next sapling and leaned in. Until all the way, until he made it over the blackberries through the pine forest and walked up to the paddock, was returned to that which was dear to his dad himself. You see, Christmas is God's signal to the world that something is lost to him that's dear and he wants to search and to seek it and to find it. That's why he sent his son, Jesus. He loves with an intensity every human being. And his message to you is that no matter who you are, no matter what you've been, no matter what you've done or has been done to you, He loves you. And if you're to place your confident hope in him and make him the center of your life, he would welcome you home as though you'd never left. He'd wash you clean from all the guilt and grime. And he would pour in his life into you so that you might know his peace and that you might know his hope. Peace that when you lie down of a night time, put your head to the pillow, you know that the slate is clean. Hope that knows No fear for life because there's no fear in death because you've secured. You know where you're heading and you know where you are because God is with you, defeated all things. That's the message of Christmas. If you're here today and you don't know that good news, Well, if you hear God whispering to you just through these words or the songs that you've heard, then don't put it aside this Christmas. Open up your mind and heart to find out more about 
this life-giving, searching, seeking, loving God who came for you. I'm going to be over in a tent just over there that says prayer throughout the day. If you'd like to find out more about who this Jesus is, then come and take one of these green booklets from me. It'll open up a story that can open up a conversation that can open up a new beginning, and that's life. Well, maybe you'd like to join us in the new year at New Community here. We meet every Sunday. We're going to be picking up in January. You can grab a card that talks to you about how you can connect in here and be part of a community that wants to focus around that message and wants to transform this world in doing good because that's what we think God is on about. I want to wish you a Merry Christmas. In fact, why don't you turn to the person next to you and say, Happy Christmas. It's worth celebrating. And to finish off our time this morning, we've got the young people. They're going to do a final song and dance, and then we're going to finish off with a Christmas carol. So why don't they come up now, and I just want to say to you, on behalf of New Community, Happy Christmas.